Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things? If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough and that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was going to look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year I put my foot down and I said, I want to be about things that I want to be about. I want to say in my life, and if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs, and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here. Every day, we have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome. Wow, I'm sure that that just sounded super loud. Please don't turn this podcast off because that was loud and obnoxious. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just excited. Okay, today we're talking about the journey that brought us here and the fact that I am just here on the journey with you. And I think the biggest reality is that I may be a couple steps ahead of you, but what I hope you find more than anything is yourself in my story and your want and need to live life on your own terms. And I think the beauty of this podcast and this story and what I hope you find here is that it's all happening right in front of you, right in real time, as I experience things, as I start to take steps, living life on my terms, you can hear what that feels like. You can feel what that feels like, and you can go through that with me. And that's what the last year was. And once in a while, I put together and talk about strategies that I'm using to help myself transition. I'm not sitting here and saying that I am the expert in writing the book on things. I am telling you what I'm experiencing and what I'm using to transition and move into new places. What I'm reading, what I'm listening to, what's helping me right now. And definitely find me on Instagram if you like that kind of content. Um, because that's kind of the picture version of all of this. That's where you'll see the books, you'll see the things um, that I'm tapping into to keep growing and keep moving. But you can find a story that you can find yourself into, 
right? You can find yourself in, you can connect with the creator of that and feel yourself there. And so that's my biggest hope is that as I'm telling this story, as we're writing The Death of a Dream together, right? Season one, now we're in season two. I hope that you can just find yourself somewhere in this story. And I'm not saying that this is going to be the answer for you, uh, but I hope that you find something that helps you in some way. And if you do, I would love to hear about it. I would love to connect with you on Instagram, or if you hop over to the webpage, you can just chat with me right there. It's just one-on-one or texting or chatting. Um, and I'd love to talk through what you have going on. I'd love to hear about how this has helped you in some way. And I would love to connect with you because I think that's what pushes me to keep going is this reality that there was this story that I felt like wasn't being told. And that was the story of escaping your life. That's just fine, but isn't quite right. And you know it in your heart. And I didn't want to keep locking that person away in the closet. I wanted to be her every day. And so that's what this story is, right? And I could have just left it unturned. I could have just kept going and everything would have been fine, but I didn't want that anymore. And so this is the story of taking back your say in your life, of living your life on your terms, no matter what background you come from. So I hope that this helps you. We do finish with what I promised you yesterday, which was how I'm going to overcome that second limiting belief. So go ahead and join us today. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. It's so great to have all of you here. You can't even imagine. So my great thing from yesterday really was just taking the day. Yesterday we started off um, the day talking through this new realization that I have that while I have taken huge steps to overcome some of my limiting beliefs that have stayed with me through childhood, I don't think that I realized until yesterday, until vocalizing it here, that your limiting beliefs grow right along with you. And I think they come back up anytime that you're making a huge change. So if we've transitioned past those old ones, right? So I had three old beliefs that had held me back. If we transition past those ones, new ones are bound to come up related to this major change. So if you have another baby or you enter into a new relationship or whatever it is, right? Or you change jobs or you start school or you go back to school, whatever that change is, what I have found is that along with that, you may develop, depending on how big a change it is for you, you may develop new limiting beliefs related to that. So I talk through the two things that I've been experiencing that have been a regular kind of negative feedback loop going on in my head since I made this big transition. And that 
loop has been holding me back, no question, from the things that I want to do, from the things that I envision this becoming. And that's going to hurt me and where I go, right? And so yesterday it was great to have this light bulb moment saying to me, hey, you got new things that you got to deal with and what are we doing to get ahead of those? And so we talked through and I applied my new ideas for what I was going to do. Now, we only got through one limiting belief in creating what that was going to look like, but I sat yesterday, and this is my great thing, I sat yesterday and really thought on what the next chapter would look like, how I plan to transition past these new limiting beliefs that have come up and really thinking through what a doable action step would look like, because that's what's most important. Okay. Doable action. It doesn't have to be crazy. It does have to be doable. You actually have to come up with something that you're actually going to do and not just be able to do for the four weeks that you're pumped up about it, be able to do for the long haul. So what do you need to do? What's that first step look like? What's a realistic step? And I think that's the key, right? Because I can come up with a whole number of things that might work, that might not work. Um, But true strength is going to come from you doing it consistently. So that's where I need all of us to get. That's what I want you to do. And for me, my great thing was just sitting with that thought and not even coming yesterday. I really wanted to have the answer to that, Um, but I didn't. And so I couldn't come up with it. And So I took time. I sat down with it, just like I said I was going to. And that's not always been a valued skill set of mine. Slowing down, taking a breath, focusing. Um, It's the Enneagram 7 in me. Yeah, see this mug? This is my Enneagram mug. Free, joyful, adventurous enthusiasts. Um, which are not typically things that fall on the side of super structured. Now, we do have wings to those places, and we do have different ways of tapping into that strength. So it's not that we can't do it. It's just that our natural, as you see us right in front of you, is probably going to default to I don't know, especially with something like this, especially with something that's painful like this, right? I have to actively pursue pain because of my natural inclination to avoid it. (laughs) So if we're going down this journey, that means I have to go and keep going and really make sure that I get to the root of the problem and don't just cover it up with some buttercream and frosting. Sorry, we've been watching an obscene amount of baking shows at my house because it's not as annoying as cartoons. Like it's actually something that I can watch and stomach and it's something that my kids can watch. It's like a happy medium. 
Anyways, you might not be covering up your bad things with buttercream and frosting, but that's what I want for everyone to be able to take that time. And it may not be a pain point for you like it is for me. If I'm going to truly invest in growth, I know true to myself, true to my Enneagram, that I'm going to have to go to that deep place. I'm going to have to be intentional about taking that time and really allowing myself to sit with the true feelings. And so sometimes that does. It looks like an entire afternoon of just thinking, um, but that's what it takes for me. And some of you won't have that same amount of time commitment that I do. Um, bless you if you don't. Gosh, I'm jealous. But it it's completely personal and unique to every person. And you owe it to yourself to show up and do that work, right? We can't just skip past limiting beliefs if we do. If we just kind of dance past them and, and say a couple mantras that we feel like are going to cover it up and keep us from it, they will only last so long. That's why I want you to pair action against that limiting belief with mantra type work. I want both things. So when you look back, you have the ability to bust through with two kind of action plans. Okay. Um, so my great thing from yesterday was just sitting, sitting with the pain, sitting with this new realization, which was painful to take in and equally painful to sit with that realization that I didn't just dance right into entrepreneurship and be the best entrepreneur that ever lived. Um, I'm hoping most don't otherwise we're in trouble, right? Uh, <laughs> but even sitting with that realization is challenging and yet it has to happen. We can't just dance past this fact that this is hard. So my great thing was sitting with it. Not something I'm skilled in, but something that I am building better habits around. Okay. So let's dive in. Okay. Here we are marching towards where we're headed. What a beautiful thing. And I think today I want to just remind everyone, right? Let's just level set for one second on who I am, why I'm doing this, what this is about, and what you can hope to pull from this. So when I got started a brief year and a half ago, um, and it does not seem brief at all. I really started just wanting to use this gift that I imagined that I had to just speak and think through thoughts and just talk, right? And so I started this podcast mainly because no one would in their right minds hand me a microphone at that point. And I didn't want to wait before I was ready because I felt like maybe the even more useful part of this story was talking through that 
last year of challenges, right? That last year of really transitioning. And I wanted to talk through that with all of you so you could go on that journey with me. When I started, I had only I had written down 10 dreams. And my true goal was to prove that you could just start, you could just do the smallest step right in front of you. And that would lead you to your dreams. And you didn't have to have all the things that I thought that you did. And I just committed to starting just one thing. And that was this podcast. And honestly, I thought it was going to be writing because it's free, because it doesn't have to be public, because it's easier than figuring out how to podcast because of all the billion reasons. And so I started out with writing. Uh, and I did that for a little while and it just wasn't sticking. It wasn't something that I could envision myself waking up and doing. It wasn't something that was drawing and inspiring a lot of extra creativity. And so it was exhausting. And I realized that that wasn't going to be it for me. And so I pivoted to podcasting and I started bringing my real time story. What was going on in my head? what I was experiencing, what that entire journey looked like day by day. So that was the last year. Now we're here and we're at such a major impact point of this story, right? We've made a huge transition striding into the, hopefully the work of the rest of my life. And that's going to come with a whole new set of challenges. And I think what's beautiful about this isn't necessarily that I'm sitting here and I'm giving you all of this wisdom because I'm overcoming all of these things and I'm such a glorious leader and you should all listen to me and just go ahead and bow right now because, you know, really, I've got it all figured out. Wrong. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> the exact opposite. If anything I've told you through this story is that I am far from having it figured out, but I felt like it would be so much more valuable to sit through this story with you than it would be to tell it after the fact. Because what I want all of us to experience and what I want everyone to bring to life is that the journey is the real part. And I didn't see, and a lot of people do tell that story, but a lot of people tell it afterwards, right? It's like, oh yeah, I went through all this stuff. I wanted to be the one who told it from the start so that you could feel the highs and the lows. Like you hopefully felt the lows the last three weeks, at least the last week, right? And you felt me go through that. And, you know, it's not that you're going to sit here and you're going to listen to this and you're going to go, she's so inspiring. I'm so amazed. Wow. Maybe someday when I make it and you're all like, oh, she wasn't just this crazy person, but this will still live, right? You'll still be able to go back even after I've made it and I'm so inspiring and all the things that I was hoping that I would be, you'll be able to go back and experience day by day what it looked like, what it took to get to that place. And that's what I'm hoping this will be, right? You got to experience from the beginning of someone setting out and saying, this is my dream. This is what I want to do. And 
every day this is what it looks like, right? And so I do the podcast version of that. And that's kind of a mixture of inspiring you to keep going on your path, on your journey, giving you little tidbits that I learn along the way. Am I a self-named guru of things? No. Um, I am setting out to figure out things for myself. I bring it back here in hopes that it might help you uncover something. But if this isn't driving with you, if this isn't hitting you right, if it's not helping you move, keep going. There are so many beautiful gifts of stories that are going to hit with you because I wasn't going to tell my story and I wasn't going to bring it to light and I didn't think that it had any validity. But now the more that I tell it, the more that I realize nobody's story does until it does until you find yourself perfectly placed with where they are. And so if this doesn't hit you right now, right where you are, that's okay. Maybe last season will, or maybe the next season will, or maybe it never does, but you share it with a friend because you feel like it might help them. But the thing that you can do is keep searching. I think that's the beauty of podcasts, the beauty of podcasting is that there are so many options out there. It's completely free. You can learn so much. All I podcast from just hanging out with a couple of people that I just really enjoy listening to, to my friend who I listen to because she just really asks amazing questions and she talks about similar things that I'm interested in to sometimes I'll, I'll tap in and really try to learn something quickly because I just really like learning in that way. I'm also a visual learner, but more than anything, I think audio allows me to do multiple things at once. And I thrive in environments like that. Uh, so I love audio versions of anything. And I think the beauty of podcasting is that you can tap in whenever you need and take what you need and then get out. So keep going, keep striving. Podcasters generally have multiple layers of things that they offer. So they may have a book on the subject. And if that's how you like to learn, then maybe pick up the book. Or if you really learn something from their podcast, definitely pick up the book version of it because it's going to allow and expand even more on what you've liked. So that's important. And I just think more than anything, anytime that a story hits you, that you're vibing because of who that person is or because of where they're coming from as far as the story goes, that's someone that you want to keep tapping into because there's a, a bond there instantly, right? And I can't remember who talks about this. Maybe it's Simon Sinek. And he talks about how when you, if you were just on a train in your state, right, you wouldn't have a, a kinship. But if you're on a train in Germany and you say, oh, I'm from the United States. And that person goes, I'm from the United States. Oh my gosh. And you're instantly best friends. But you wouldn't be if you were on a train in the United States, right? But if you were 
there and you talk about that, boom, right? That's kind of what storytelling is like, okay? So you could recognize and appreciate that we're both females or that we're both females and we're, we sound like we're around the same age or that we're both females and we come from a middle-class, small-town background. Maybe that's what you vibe with me on. There are so many different ways for you to connect with creators that are podcasting, creators that are writing, creators that are blogging, that it's a shame if you don't keep seeking information, right? And I didn't set out to be the expert on changing your life. I set out to tell my story in how I plan to change mine and how I plan to live life on my own terms. And that meant that I had to recover from the death of my own dream and really sit with the pain of that experience and the pain of that holding me back from so many beautiful things in my life. And that led us to a whole heap of terrible and wonderful self-discovery. And that really was last year. And, you know, I think true to my mantra that you just have to be consistent with things, that's very much where this podcast finds us, right? It's consistent. It's here even if you don't need it, but it will always be here. It will always be something that you can tap back into, be something that hopefully you can find and find yourself in no matter what. And that's what I'm hoping the book version of this will be too, is that it is, it has this ability to speak to a group of people that I don't believe are spoken to enough. And Hopefully it tells the story in real time for you so that you can perfectly find yourself there and realize that even if this doesn't vibe with you today, it may later. And if there's anything that you connect with, with me, with who I am, (laughs) with the stories that I tell, then let's keep going right? But by no means am I sitting here and saying everything that I talk about is going to match up perfectly in your life. My hope is that for some reason, you connect with me, with what I'm saying, and you're able to take something and apply it to your life and see change or show up and start living life on your own terms. And don't just sit back and take what you've been told your whole life. And if you are middle class, like this gal right here, um, I think what you begin to realize is that the story isn't told fully to you. And I think that's one of the more disappointing things about middle class and how hard it is to kind of escape that window, right? I think it's, it's probably got to be one of the harder things. And when I was looking at the stories that were being told that were right in front of me, I didn't hear enough people talking about that. And 
this was the bigger reality. I didn't hear enough people that were just trying to escape fine. Right? Like all of them had these beautiful, dramatic, crazy stories where they overcame amazing things. And I was just like, oh, well, I don't really have any reason to want to do more. Everything's okay. I'm not struggling with anything. I would even go to the dramatic effects of being like, man, I really wish that I was struggling with something. So then I would finally have a story to recover from. So then people could finally look to me for inspiration. But that wasn't a reason to not tell this story because the story of the death of a dream really is the story of escaping a life that really doesn't even need to be escaped. Like, if I had just kept going, everything would have just been okay. And it would have been fine. But do I want that? And so that's really where we find ourselves in the story. The story of the death of a dream is really just a day-by-day -day account of what it looks like to start living life on your terms, to write down dreams that are true to your heart, true to your soul. And I talk through how to do that on some of my podcasts and the steps that I went through. But it's not to sit here and say, hey, I've got it all figured out. Tap into me because I know all the things. I don't know all the things. Farthest from it. But what I can promise you is that you are going to get the realest look of what it looks like to escape the fineness of your life, to start signing up for more and all of the pain points that come along with that. And so yesterday I talked about the complexity of change and how it enters you into this new reality of your life and how it pulls you and how it often means you're going to be up against new things, new limiting beliefs that just sprout up overnight. I think it's so beautiful, right? And so yesterday I told you that I had this limiting belief that I couldn't make money doing this thing. And I think that stems from, you know, an old limiting belief that we've transitioned past, but that old limiting belief was that I didn't have any money. And now this is kind of taking on a new shape, but now it's like, you can't keep money. You can't make money doing this. That's not realistic. Nobody does it. There's no plan for you. You're just going to go out and do things that you want to do. That's a little bit crazy. And that's not really a business plan. Um, but it is. <laughs> or it's about to be. And that's a limiting belief right there, right? So yesterday I was thinking through, how am I going to get over that? And this is where, this is how I've transitioned past old limiting beliefs that we've gotten past to get us to this point, right? And those limiting beliefs would have stopped us from doing a podcast, would have stopped us from writing a book, would have stopped us from uh, submitting a query to a to some narration talent um, managers. And those are the things that are going to hold you back from doing what you want to do. So over the last year, we've mixed action with new belief, right? 
And we've been able to transition past those things and take huge steps. And so now that we're in these new steps, we've developed new limiting beliefs. And yesterday I said that one of my limiting beliefs was that I can't do this from anywhere. It's got to look like what my past life looked like. And so I committed to every day blogging from a new place. And you know what? I think I'll show that on my Instagram every day, the new place, because this is how we're going to do this. This is how we change limiting beliefs, right? We have to kind of mask this idea that we need action. And we do right? That's such a common human trait. And so we have to build in some sort of action. I can blog from a different place every day. I'll commit to that. Okay. Then on the other side, what are we doing to produce monetary? How are we going to make money? And I think the challenge is I'm not always going to make money at every endeavor that I put out there. So Hannah, how do you build a habit around that? How are you going to transition that? How are you going to do something daily? Here's what I came up with yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I think it's not about making the money because when you enter an entrepreneurial state, there isn't always a guarantee of money. I think it's about get ready putting myself out there for the opportunity to make money every day. So that's what we're going to do. One monetary investment per day. So whether I audition for an audio book or I post one of my blogs to something that could get me um, a lot of traffic, which then would lead to money. Or I, I don't, or I pitch my podcast to an advertiser, or I um, <laughs> pitch my podcast to a publishing agency, right? These are all the things. And so that's what I'm going to commit to. That's what I'm going to do every day. Now, what the work that I'll do today will be coming up with my five belief statements that go along with this. And that really acts as kind of a band-aid effect before we have to go to this second tier where we're like, nope, you've been doing it every day. Keep going. You got this, right? And so that's what we're going to do. Those are the two new limiting beliefs that have come up as I've made this transition. And I think that's going to be normal. Anytime that you're taking a big step, that you're making a big change, you're going to see new limiting beliefs come up. It's important that we deal with them in real time. We don't do what I just did, which was like, be sad and hee-haw for three weeks because it's like, oh, no, I don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to be sad about it, but not really say what it is. It's important that you transition faster than I did, but it's also important that you just give yourself time to really feel those things. So here we are. Those are the two new limiting beliefs. Those are the two new things that I'm committed to doing. And anytime that you're encountering a major change, I want you to realize that new things are going to come up and you're going to have to create an action plan 
to deal with them, mix with that action plan. We're going to have to have belief statements to talk ourselves down. And that's going to create this beautiful mixture of what it looks like to overcome a limiting belief. Hi, Kelly. Um, <laughs> Kelly just hopped on live. So that's what we're doing. That's where we're at. And that's where we're headed. I'm so glad that you're here. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening today and every day. Seriously, this is my life work. This is what I've always dreamed to do. And you showing up and listening makes my dream come true and pushes me even harder to help other people realize that they're capable of living their dreams too. So thank you. If you want to and feel so compelled to, sharing always helps to spread the message. So go ahead and get social. You can find The Death of a Dream everywhere. TikTok, uh, YouTube, I actually do a live recording of this podcast. If you want to see my uh, mannerisms, you can go over and head and check that out. I also do a daily vlog there of kind of my mental state in making myself a motivator. So you can go over there and check that out. All those things can be found at the death of a dream. Kind of the... Um, Visual makeup of what I speak to can be found on Pinterest, again, at the death of a dream. I know, it's crazy. Uh, and on TikTok, actually. So go ahead and search me out on all your socials, and I hope to see you there. If this helped you in any way, share it on your socials. Tag me at the death of a dream. Um, I would love to see what this is meaning to you. And, and... Go ahead and like and review this podcast. That's how you keep podcasts alive and give back to your favorite podcaster. So thank you so much for being here. I love and value this community so much.